All right, says we're live. We're going to see what happens. I am at uh, what we call the project. Uh, everything you see way below us. There's a couple houses down there. That is my farm, Legacy Farms Coffee in Cerro Bueno, Honduras. If you Google, uh, if you go to Google Satellite Maps, uh, Google Cerro Bueno, C-E-R-R-O-B-U-E-N-O, Honduras, and Legacy Farms Coffee, and it'll bring you to that, that area. In the very center of it, you'll see one small building in the very center. Uh, that's our organic bodega where we store organic mass. Uh, tonight, though, we're going to do one last uh, podcast at 8.30. Right now, we're doing one at uh, 5.45. I started a little bit early, so you guys might miss some of it. But where I'm standing used to be a set of very nice bathrooms that we, we built. And we had a, a landslide here. It's getting dark, so I'm not sure if you can see the foundation where it used to be. And then everything slid down that hill. So our bathroom was sliding off. So we tore the bathroom down to stop it from sliding. And we built this retaining wall and a floor that hooked up to uh, a new retaining wall for the where the bathroom was, retaining wall down there, and then shirt it all up. That's our baptismal, that little tank. It's got blue paint on the inside of it. There's also a wall down here that you might not can see because I just started a little bit too late. Sorry about that. And that is our... Uh, uh, erosion wall to keep the flow of the water down. Uh, what you're looking at right now is me. We are very close to the road. I'll switch hands. The building that you see in front of us, the top floor is going to be a coffee shop. It's what we're hoping is it'll provide coffee for the church below. And uh, we're at the, what we call the Cerro Bueno uh, Iglesia de Cristo, which is the Church of Christ and the community library. And it's also a community building. Once I get the light, uh, coffee shop going, that'll provide a couple of jobs for people. Right now, there's nothing in it. Uh, that little tiny building there is a uh, uh, another bathroom. So we have had a three that we were supposed to have. We're down to one. But we got the water and all hooked up to it today. We lost electricity. So down below us is a big set of steps, and uh, that's the doors of the library. And the other building is the church building. For you guys watching, I know there's a couple guys watching. I'm going to jump the gate real quick. I'll open the gate real quick. So you'll be staring at the sky just for a second. And I'll pop on the security lights. Then we'll be able to see a little bit better. I haven't paid attention this week how dark it gets and when it gets dark we've just been working until it got dark and then we go inside and put up our temporary lights and then work a little bit more well i am struggling to find that key i have a lot of keys on my keychain so i'm just going to
<laughs> well, the older I get, the harder that gets. Now you can see a little better. That's the bathroom that didn't fall down the hill. These are a big set of steps going down. That is the coffee shop. Down the steps is the children's library. We had to build a retaining wall also for this building. And we built just a watershed. Uh, we've got a group of North Americans coming up. So we want to make sure they had a good solid way to walk down to the bathroom. And this is the church building. They celebrated a, a baptism, so they put up streamers everywhere. If you can see that, which I do not think you can. There's a children's classroom that got started there. That is the view from the uh, church. So it is a beautiful view. If I did so myself, I had nothing to do with it. Bill, I'd, uh, I'd sent you a link. If you're on there, can you try to comment? And uh, I'm on my phone, so I'm not sure exactly how all that works. This is the children's library. Uh, they stacked all the desks and all up. They do that every single time. I'm not sure exactly why. Uh, these are the books. We have a little over 700 books. Uh, we've, we've been out of electricity since the landslide, so the dehumidifier wasn't working. So everything picked up a little bit of mold this week. Took the light, so these two. There we go. Not gonna worry about opening that because this has a big steel door on it, so nobody can come in. So we do medical clinics. Uh, the pharmacist is in here, and so she dispenses the medicine from this. And then I just finished wiring and running out for the dental clinic. That box is an, called an autoclave that sterilizes. Uh, $2,000, $3,000 away, maybe four probably really, uh, away from having the dental clinic up and running with all the tools that the dentist needs. But this is the main church building. And again, they, uh, the colors represent something. I know it's similar to the colors in Taekwondo, but uh, so I'm not sure if it's a baptism or what. But those are the some of the construction supplies for the classroom we're building. That's actually the roof off of the bathroom. We were able to remove that in one piece. And then we don't have benches. That's another project we need to do. We don't have pews in the church. So every week you bring out all the chairs that we own, and then we make, uh, make pews out of those uh, those boards and concrete blocks. Uh, we have about, the preacher just brought us some chairs in from his other church that they donated to us. So, uh, oh, Bill says trying to come on. Add him to the stage. Oh, yeah. You're in Honduras, <laughs> You're in Honduras man. How did you get here so quick? It's like magic. Hey, I'm tired. I'm sorry. My jokes are going to really be bad tonight. <laughs> it's all right.
All I'm right. looking here. I don't know if you can see. There's a big open trench. I, I didn't finish all my security lights, but this is actually the baptismal, and we finally got water put in it. So uh, I was coming to check on that. And then there's a water line going up to what will be the coffee shop. I don't know. It looks like we got a half moon tonight or a third of a moon, maybe. Hey, it's not a rain cloud. Look on the bright side. No, but they're, I think they're coming back. It's uh, it's our rainy season, so that's just the way it is. But everything is still doors. Did you see the dental clinic? I did. Yep, I was, I was here just trying to get in. <laughs> okay. So. Well, I don't have keys to the other two doors, so uh, I can't. Uh, I was really wanting to look overlook everything tonight, and the door doesn't want to agree with me. I'm I can say Samantha is very happy that it sold out so quick, and also sad that it sold out so quick. <laughs> so. Well, I uh, I did an interview today with Pedro, I and. Saw that. Uh, <laughs> Goodness, none of the doors want to work right today. And so the, uh, the interview with Pedro went really well. Uh, I'm going to try to get a, a friend of mine to do the subtitles and all on it to where uh, everybody can see, you know, exactly what he said, not just my interpretation of how great I am. Um, <laughs> but he uh, he had a bill. He's still paying. He owes like $100 on his last fertilizing. And he... Uh, he wanted to know if it'd be okay with owing money if he go ahead went ahead and borrowed a little more money. And uh, so he I did that on stream. Was... No, no. Oh, okay. <laughs> right, <laughs> I was gonna uh, say right, uh, right before we got online. And okay. So, uh, and so there at the end, he said something about fertilizers. So I went in there looking, and there was like forty something, fifty something bags of fertilizer that we didn't use for whatever reason, and. Uh, so I just gave him some, and I thought his brother's got a farm too. So we just we gave both farms this year. So uh, that uh, he was thanking me for that. You know, we were talking about the projects. Uh, Pedro's just a super nice guy, man, and uh, <laughs> he's real soft spoken. Everybody on the farm respects him, uh, and so you know, he's just a it's just a lot more fun to help than than like this guy next door that I'm trying to help. He frustrates the crap out of me. And so <laughs> it's, a, you know, I don't do it with a, you know, I, I don't know if it counts uh, if I, if I do it with a, you know, not a good intention in my heart. I'm just, I'm helping the guy cause he needs help, but uh, he frustrates me. He doesn't understand. He doesn't make any effort to understand what I say. And so that's, uh, that's hard for me to deal with a lot of times. Yeah. And the other day, Generally, people respect areas and things like that. The other day, I'd been working in the dental clinic all day and had to run to town. So I shut everything up and I came back. And when I came back, he'd gone to the dental clinic. I just rolled up the extension cord that I built and uh, um, put all of my stuff in my bag. And I came in. He'd had the extension cord out, got my grinder, which I never lend my grinder out. I have twice and both times I broke it. And so... They'll say, I know how to use it. That means they've probably seen somebody use it. Right. And then they just try to force it through a piece of half-inch steel or something and burns the motor up. 
So that's my experience so far. So that's why I don't load my tools. And, uh, and I look and he's over there using my grinder. And I said, you know, it, it would be great if you would ask me before you got into my bag and use my stuff. And, uh, so then yesterday I'm looking and he's out there, got my good lineman's pliers, uh, cutting barbed wire fence with it, you know? And wow. so I, I get on to him about that and then come to, and I said, did you get that out of my bag? And he's like, yes. And so I'm like, well, it'd be nice if you, I, I told you yesterday, ask me before you get anything out of my bag. And I told Bahidio, the farm boss, to go and have a talk with him. He said, no, I got it out of your bag and I gave it to him. I'm like, well, I just fussed at him for nothing because he admitted to something he didn't understand what he was being accused of. <laughs> so there you go. You know, I'm just this mean, hard-footed, hard-handed, uh, or heavy-handed gringo that's picking on the guy that doesn't understand. And, uh, you know, I'm trying my best. I just ask him, if you don't understand, say, I don't understand. But they tend to say yes to everything when they don't understand. So, <laughs> but in short, this week we uh, we got to build a little a footing and all and a, a retaining wall to, to make sure this building doesn't go down the hill. Okay. Yeah. That's a bathroom. The other two did die and we got our electric going. The, they only let the, the water project guy work on the water line. And so he came out today on Sunday and fixed it. And so, um, we've got water going everywhere now. And, uh, cause the kids have to wash their hands before they go use the library books. Then, uh, and then of course we encourage them to wash their hands after they go to the bathroom. So it's, it's nice having, uh, having water because literally there's a spring that comes out of the ground that runs under these steps. So we got spring water. So they've been climbing down and out, getting a bucket to flush the commode. So, but I got electricity in the coffee shop, not much, but some, I got one outlet in the lights. So that's more than I've had in a year. Uh, even with the landslide, I didn't have that. So. I told a few people last night that I was going to come do a quickie of the, and let them sort of see the basics of it. Yeah. And one of the beauties of this project, it cost a crap load of money. And I shouldn't probably say crap being in church, but uh, <laughs> it costs a lot of money to build it. And the guy that's raising money for this classroom is complaining about how much money I'm spending on the classroom because we're at $5,000. And we got a bunch of materials still, but we're at 5,000 because the labor was huge. We had to dig the whole side of the mountain level, you know, and that's not easy. And it takes a long time. And uh, and so we spent $1,500 just digging. And then we started digging the footing and, you know, and doing all that. And, and it's a mega footing. I used, I don't know how many rods of half inch rebar in it. And I used something like 60 or no, I used, I used over a hundred of the three eighths range rebar in it because it's got to stay together. You know, there's not yeah. an option. Of, oops. You know, right. this oops <laughs> is a 60 foot drop, you know, and let's pray it's not full of kids when that happens. But, um, uh, so, yeah, we had to make sure it sits there, you know, and he's saying, well, I could have built it for 5,000. I'm like, you could, you sure could have. I could have built it for 1,800, but it would already been down on the bottom of the hill. Right. <laughs> you know, and uh, the wind would have blown it away from, as soon as the paper got wet. But uh, no, it's going to take, it's going to take exactly what I said. It's going to take $11,500 to build that classroom. Now, once that one is set, the next one that is, it's because it's going to be two stories. 
And so when we get ready to build that second story, we had to have a mega footing on the bottom to support those extra thousand blocks that's going to go on top of it. And, uh, and so we don't have enough space, so we have to build up. You know, there's only one way to go. Once you can't go left or right, right. Uh, you go up. And so the footing on this thing is, is bigger than any footing I've ever built. And we use boulders that the guys had to roll in, roll in there. You know, I got some bad dudes and they couldn't, the two of them couldn't pick them up. So they just rolled them. And uh, if they couldn't roll them, they had to cut them until they were big enough, to, small enough to roll. Right. So it's, it's, it's going to be here in a couple hundred years, you know, uh, I hope, but, uh, and I hope it's still a church. Uh, but yeah, it, it takes some money. But the beauty of what I was saying was once it's up and running, it cost me, uh, it cost $30 a day to run the library. And, and we've had trouble getting kids to come to it at first. Right now, the kids aren't coming because everybody's picking coffee. Yeah. But uh, so what we do is we go in and they play games for about 30 or 40 minutes. And then they read for two hours. And then after they read, then they play some uh, bigger games. You know, they'll bring up the put up their chairs and tables and play the running and, and throwing games and stuff like that. Because the building's big enough to do that in. Very few people here have a place for the kids to play. So this is an amazing place for them to come and play. But my hope was that they would, their idea was, well, the teachers make me read in school. Why do I want to read on Saturday, my only day off of school? <laughs> and so, and that's, are, there's logic They're not much that, different you know? in Honduras than they are here. Yeah, huh? <laughs> yeah kids kids, man. And so, um, you know, it's, uh, and so we said, well, we're going to have to combine that. And then, um, uh, about $8 of that day are snacks, you know, and for eight to $12, you can buy snacks for quite a few kids. You know, we just have little cups and everybody gets a little cup of Pepsi and a little bag of chips. And that's a treat for them, you know? And then after that, the librarian's here for another three hours. And so either the kids could stay and read if they want to, or they can play quiet games like puzzles and cards. Uh, Unless no kids are here reading, then they can just go crazy, you know. Uh, and then that's that's a way to get them in there. But thirty bucks a day, uh, I don't know. The electricity might be that in the states. And yeah. we've got you know, we've got seven hundred really good books. My wife, my kids, uh, you know, picked them out, and a lot of people sent what they wanted to send instead of what we asked for. So we've got some really serious Bible study books. Uh, that they're really, you know, in-depth studies of, you know, a thousand pages on the book of John, just studying the book of John, not actually the book of John, (laughs) you know? And so, uh, you know, there's some, there's some really heavy hitters like that. And then somebody sent some philosophy books that, you know, if I have trouble picking it up, I'm probably not going to read it. (laughs) If I don't see some pretty interesting pictures, pretty close to the first few flips and I'm done, but it's, uh, yeah, we're getting them getting them started to come. So the library will be fairly dead until uh, mid February, and then uh, when when the picking season's over, I'm sorry, mid March when the picking season's over. And so what we're going to try to focus on is getting a couple women that will come in and keep kids, so the ladies can go in and pick. So basically, a daycare, and so the women can drop their kids off here. And uh, and go pick coffee, be it here or be it anywhere. You know, they don't have to pick in our farm, but it would be nice. 
Yeah, I tell you, um, Samantha was already asking me when I gave her the news, which, by the way, just so you can see, this right here, that's all the unroasted Samantha sweetness <laughs> we have right here. Santiago oh, really? right here. That's it. Um, everything else is, is bought and or I think I've got two eight ounce bags that are all roasted up, ready to give to somebody, you know, out that way. But other than that, that is, that is the shell of it right there. <laughs> but, but I was asking yeah. her, she's like, Hey, next time you talk to Ashley, can you ask him, do they use any kind of machinery on the farm? Like to fertilize into whatnot and the water or whatnot? Is it all done by hand? Well, I've got some video of some of the kids or some of the people uh, fertilizing, and I'll I'll try to send it to her tonight. Okay. Uh, they have a they have a bag they wear around their waist. Uh, some of them will take a radiator jug or something, a gallon jug, and they fill that up with fertilizer. And in that particular area that I have a video of, they're putting two ounces per plant. And so they're they're what they're doing is taking a stake and driving it in the ground, and then they'll throw the fertilizer in there. And then they'll collapse that hole around the fertilizer and okay. they move on to the next plant. So the other day, 15 people worked one day and fertilized uh, five acres. And so all by hand. Hey, Richard. Thanks, man. I appreciate it. It's, it's all. And I, and I know that he's been pumped up and, and, and Ashley's ego is already well above where it needs to be, but, but it's a, uh, all due to the quality. I mean, I guess Santiago's is it his, but he did process it, I think, <laughs> on the farm. So, <laughs> Yeah, no, all I do is uh, uh, when Santiago picks his coffee, uh, he's a, quite a drive. So I'll wait till like real late at night, like 10 or 11 o'clock. And, uh, and then I'll drive up to his place and we'll pick it up. And then that next morning when he gets in, we'll uh, unload it and he'll pulp it. Or, or uh, Bahidio will pulp it. Bahidio is the only one that runs the pulper. Okay. So, uh, and then from there, we dry it on our patio, and then it'll age with our coffee, and then our ladies will hand select it. Okay. Okay. So, it's, yeah, that's, that's, it's a big part of the quality, though, the, uh, is the drying, you know, and making sure that it's picked well and that it gets to me fast. Because when we first tried to do it, the workers didn't want to bother me by making a bunch of trips. They're too cheap to hire people to work for them. So they'll either pick it themselves or just their family. So it <laughs> might take them two or three days to pick a, a, a farm. Well, in that two or three days, you got one for a coffee that's probably over fermented and one that's under fermented and one that's just right. And so I, I just make the trip. It's better if I make the trip every night and go pick it up fresh and then, uh, we let it set overnight and let those juices soak in as much as they can. And then we'll start fermenting it and, uh, and get it prepped for uh, pulp and, uh, and start drying, you know, within 36 hours. And that's the goal for my best coffee and my worst coffee. We do them all the same way. Okay. And I've got a couple of videos. I just uh, drove the four-wheeler in the farm. That's why I was running late. And, uh, and I forgot it didn't have a reverse on it. The reverse cable broke. So I had to push it out backwards from, from one spot. I'm like, well, that's going to be great on my knee tonight. Uh, <laughs> but, uh, but I've got the reverse cable. I just hadn't had time to take it into the forwarder mechanic. And I could probably put it on myself. But I just had. Oh, and so uh, I hate the last night here. There's always 10 things I thought of that I wanted to do. 
I canceled a trip into town today to buy tiny coffee cups because <laughs> I knew I just didn't have enough time. And I know that's a little bit uh, probably feminine and sad and just <laughs> a pathetic waste of gas, but uh, <laughs> I enjoy doing it. And so uh, I don't do a lot of things I enjoy doing, but that was one thing I, I wanted to do. And I wanted to have lunch with a friend of mine in town. So I had to, I canceled that too. But if it all works well, uh, I don't know how we're going to get it done, but uh, Jonathan and I are going to try to come back in oh, like two weeks. Uh, and then we'll be here for 12 days and trying to uh, turn a, the organic bodega, which is just a storeroom, turn that into a house in, in the 10 days we have on the ground. Hmm. Or not a house, so like a barracks. So we're going to build bunk beds three high two on each wall so we'll be able to and then put a row down the center uh so we'll i think we'll be able to have uh i think i figured it we could put 15 people in there comfortably 20 if that's just how many want to come so we'll uh but you know we can hang up hammocks and stuff for the extra few guys and they're going to work and we're running wi-fi down there and so they're going to work till 3 30 in the afternoon then they'll all go take showers. We have to build two bathrooms and two showers also in that time. And then uh, and then we've got Wi-Fi. So we're going to try to set up some kind of a laptop with a monitor where they can actually watch movies as a group, you know, and uh, right. let them on. Our, net, our Prime account, you know, it'll do Spanish movies too. Okay, cool. So we're going to add them on our Prime account. And so that's the hope. And then they, you know, keep them busy at night and they've got to uh, build a little lean to where they have some places to sit outside. And then we'll just sort of see, you know, how they like it. But they'll come from Nicaragua. So, you know, there'll be a lot of different customs. And, and then I hired a cook today. So if it all works out, we're going to put two gas stoves out in one of our solar dryers. And so she's going to set up and uh, uh, just cook beans and rice, man. So we'll bring in, you know, we'll bring in uh, <laughs> uh, watermelons, cantaloupes, pineapples. We'll bring in stuff like that to, you know, keep them full of, full of fruit. And, and then we'll cook vegetables a couple times a week, whatever. We grow malangue on the farm and we'll have postastes and things like that that, you know, the guys can go out and dig up and the women will cook for them. Yeah. But basically, Bahidio's wife is going to make tortillas. You know, she'll make 150 tortillas a day. And, uh, and bring them out here. And so they'll have rice and beans for breakfast and beans and rice for supper. It's, uh, all, it's a staple down there. All the bananas they can eat. <laughs> but that's the hope. I've got a, a contact in Nicaragua that's supposed to, that hopefully we'll know something by next weekend. Okay. But uh, if not, then I'll bring Jonathan here. And then we're going to take the money that we were going to spend on that. And, uh, and finish some of the concrete work here on the project. Okay. But, uh, I'm going to have to call some, call some heavy hitters and see if I can get some checks written for the project. Uh, I, uh, I can easily do about in, tw in 10 days on the ground, I can do about $10,000 worth of work. Uh, you know, I've got enough guys and stuff like that, that we can get it done if we just have the money. And there yeah. seems to be a lot of, a lot of concrete here. Uh, we don't have a parking area. And so the parking area, we can't park in it because it goes up against the retaining wall. And somebody were to bump the retaining wall, then 
that would be another problem. And so, right, right. Uh, but for $10,000, we got to build two more bathrooms and, uh, and build this big parking lot. And it's not just a parking lot. It actually ties the, the, uh, I keep speaking in Spanish in my mind, the Mora, the retaining wall. It ties the retaining wall together with the other side of the property. Okay. So we'll do it all in one pour and I've got a concrete mixer. And, um, so we'll, uh, and then my buddy Herbert's got two. So we'll get, I mean, we'll get the police to block one lane of road off for us, put those three concrete mixers in the street. And then our guys will pour the sand in the street. And then they're going to bring a truck with 180, 100 pound bags of concrete. And then we'll just start mixing hard as they can go. And, uh, and that'll be after we formed it up, got the rebar tied in and all that. Then it'll, we could put, I want to pour it all the same time in one day. Yeah. Yeah. And so, and that's what we did on a couple other projects here, but then this will be the last thing. It's going to have to be a seven inch pour because once we pull our fence down, I feel like the buses will start pulling in and picking up and letting off people. Cause this is a pretty safe you know, road. It's a straight stretch. Yeah. So it'll be a place where they can pull off and stuff. But that's that's the goal. And uh, we need a few more security lights, uh, you know, eight hundred dollars for a security system. Uh, we've got some laptops. So when the, when the harvest season's over, I've got a teacher that's going to come in and start teaching computers. And we bought a printer to help with kids with their homework. And so we're going to do an after school program. Um, so right now, they uh, just like in Tennessee, I grew up in Tennessee, the summer was made up around, you know, cotton picking season and, you know, farming season. Uh, and that's when summer break was for, you know, a long time. And so their break is for coffee season. It covers almost the entire coffee season. Wow. So there, uh, you know, there's picking going on right now. I think we'll actually start picking more coffee than we planned on earlier this year. A lot of it looks a little closer to being picked. Than, oh, than, so earlier in the year. Okay. Yeah. I think okay. we're going to have a, a pretty decent picking uh, 15th of December, I think, is when Anna is planning on it. Well, I showed Emily your uh, your apartment video that you sent me on there. She oh. says, is that where we're staying? I think the girls could stay together in the smaller bed. You and I could stay in the bigger bed up there, and we could bring the pack and play for Brielle. <laughs> Brielle <laughs> all set for it. I was like, let's go get ahead of ours. We don't have... I don't have, I'm just starting my new position tomorrow. Let's not, <laughs> let's, let's not start looking for that already. So, well, good luck with that. No, we got friends here. We'll get a pack and play for you. Okay. Um, but, <laughs> um, the, and that's just one of the bunk beds they, they stack. And so there'll be two bunk beds. There's two bunk beds that could go in there, or we've got two full size beds that can go in there. Okay. So it, it goes either way. But we've had as many as I think four of the, you know, single beds in there and one full size. Wow. Okay. So uh, yeah, we, we had some people got stuck one night and I didn't know them. So I wasn't going to let them in the house. And so it turned out there was uh seven people stayed in it one night and I didn't have time to go get the beds or anything. Uh, they'd been contacting me on Facebook and there was two couples. So I had them beds and, uh, well, and then it ended up three extra people showed up. Uh, and so they just all stayed in there. So when they left, the toilets were stopped up. The shower was overflowing, and oh I never heard from them again, which was which is sort of okay. <laughs> but, uh, I said it was two couples. It was four women that were going to stay in the apartment, 
And uh, so we got them two double beds and then three guys showed up. And so at that point I was like, well, they're here. Let them stay, let them go. And that's good enough for us. Cause I feel like we sort of got hoodooed on that deal, but there's sometimes there's nothing you can do about it. So, yeah. Sorry for be writing on this and keep looking down here, but <laughs> there's the a the only time I could get business done, you know? So, Oh yeah. There's a couple 18 wheelers just drove by probably uh, bringing containers in to pick up coffee. There's a meal. It's called Comsta. Comsta's on the same road, but about 10 miles up the road. And so there's okay. big trucks driving by all the time. Okay. Uh, I just got another order while I was sitting here. So you did. Yeah. <laughs> I so did. I'm doing, on. I'm doing sample packs. Cool. So right there. Then I just sold uh, seven to one person and f- and five to another person, and both of them I have to ship. I'm like, what the heck, shipping all of a sudden? <laughs> so it's one side of the state and one south of us. I'm like, okay, I can do it as long as you pay for it. I don't care. <laughs> so, so. You can get that in a, a flat rate soft pack for like eight fifty. Yeah, uh, I I got a um, just like I don't have one here in front of me. We bought like um. I, at Dollar Tree, like one of the orange bubble envelopes, it seems to ride okay in. For yeah, and, uh, I'm able to get like a pound in it, so I haven't tried five of these small bags. I'm sure they'll fit just fine on there, and it costs nine bucks through normal normal delivery tire uh, USPS Advantage. I haven't tried yeah. any of the the small um, envelopes. Let me see. Yeah, the Advantage, and then there's the other one that I forget what the other one's called. Are you have you gotten the XPS or X whatever it is? I'm just program? right on USPS's website. Okay, with, the, with now, the Business Advantage or something. So, yeah, no, I'd go ahead and and look up that. Um, I'll try to send you the link tonight. But that's what we use is X XPS ships or something, and it'll give you the option to go FedEx, UPS, or post office and then you got like six options to ship with the post office okay. so uh, a lot of times they're uh they're soft uh that air bubble pack bag uh, has a flat rate and it's according to what region you're sitting it in sending it in but yeah it'd just uh, be missouri to missouri so i'd imagine it's that'd be no I'd, I'd probably get my own box then and stick it you know just but you'll be able to put in lots of different dimensions you know, the different dimensions that the Walmart has. Walmart has a uh, 11 by 7.5 by 5.5. And sometimes that'll ship for, you know, $7. And I can put three and a half pounds in that. Okay. I'll send you my list when I get back. If you'll remind me on Tuesday, I'll send you my shipping list. And it's, it's when I think to write it down, I write down what I put in each box. Okay. So it's like three sample packs, which our sample packs are four ounces. So I put in um, three sample packs and a one-pound bag, you know, or I put in three one-pound bags or four 12-ounce bags or six eight-ounce bags. And so it just helps me keep up. And mainly we either use the two or three options that the post office has, which are free boxes, or we use what Walmart has. Okay. And then we just order our Walmart boxes online, and they ship us to them for cheaper than what we can buy on the Walmart. I'm on their website right now. (laughs) (laughs) So the the three boxes we use are the uh, 17 by 11 by 13, the 15, 12, 10, 
and the uh, 12, 8, 10. And then we use the 11, 7, uh, 7, 5 by 5, 5. Those are the main ones we use. We do. There is a new post office box that's uh, 7.25 by 6.5 by 6.5. And uh, it goes out in that Advantix uh, rate. And it's okay. pretty affordable. And you can get, I think you can get four eight ounce bags in it. So, yeah, there, it's a pretty de- a good deal, too. As far as deals go, you know. Right, right. I'm going to wrap this up and get it online. I'm getting, it's starting to get chilly and I've got to go eat supper pack. And then I'm going to do another podcast at eight 30 from the back porch. And, uh, uh, that, uh, Becca was talking, had some pretty good questions last night. I was going to address about, we used to call the EK2 red EK2. And, uh, and because we used to sell the yellow bourbon online and the yellow Katui online. And so those were just distinctions on those. And so she was confused with the red Ica too. She thought it was red honey process Ica too. So I might go over a few of those things tonight. And then uh, you never know. See what, see what happens. Sounds good to me. All right. All well, right. you go have fun and uh, I'm going to get this taken care of and go see my family. So. All right. Thanks a lot, man. You it's betcha, always man. good to talk to you. You betcha. We'll see you later. Thanks a lot. All right, we're going to cut it off. Uh, anybody that wants to watch these again, it's Legacy Farms Coffee 2010 on Instagram, Legacy Farms Coffee 200 on Facebook, or just plain old Legacy Farms Coffee on Facebook. Uh, no, Legacy Farms Coffee 200 on YouTube. I'm sorry. And then plain old Legacy Farms Coffee on Facebook. Or you can always email me at LegacyFarmsCoffee at Hotmail.com or email me through the website, which is LegacyFarmsCoffee.com. Uh, any of those ways you can get in touch with me and there's no dumb questions. We're all learning. I'm learning every day. Uh, I got a couple of things on my list this week to look up and uh, one of them's about certifying for mold. Uh, there's a couple of different things that uh, what causes Quakers. Those are two things I'm going to try to look up before I get on my 830 podcast, which is uh, I'm on top of the hill right now. I've got to get my truck and drive down to the house. And so when I get to the house, I'm going to try to research those two things. And so we're going to talk about a little more specific coffee stuff tonight. So we will uh, be back on at 830 Central. Uh, if you guys have time to give us a Google um, Google review, that would be very helpful. And we'll talk to you soon. Thanks, guys.